This is Rasheen O'Hagan and you're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. Yes, it is. And I'm delighted to say joining me on the radio is a rising star of the music world all the way from Sunny Chelmsford, Rosheen O'Hagan. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. Just in release mode and EP show mode and all that. In big modes. It's all been going on. It's very exciting. Um, last time we spoke to you, you were in... Arizona, uh, you've just been to Nashville. Um, where are you zooming in from this time? I was. Um, I'm in Chelmsford right now, not quite so sunny, <laughs> but you know, can't always be in Arizona or Nashville. <laughs> I mean, there's some cacti around, are there? I've never seen one in Chelmsford. I've seen them lately. <laughs> <laughs> Bit wet for a bit. Chelmsford's fine. Chelmsford's good. We like Chelmsford. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Uh, when we last spoke, you just released uh, a gorgeous song, Sunset Valley. Um, loads has been happening since then. We'll talk about your EP just a minute. Before we do, I've just been catching up on your Instagram. There's loads of gorgeous dresses. There's loads of gorgeous guitars, uh, loads of cacti and a very cute puppy. Yes. Yeah, that what a mix of things that is. Guitars, <laughs> dresses, puppies. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Tell us about the puppy. What's the puppy's name? Indy. She's a little cocker spaniel puppy um, who's very suddenly come into my life. And she's lovely, but I've never had a dog before. So I'm like right in the deep end. Oh, yeah. Big learning curve. (laughs) But it's great fun. She's lovely. Excellent. Is she she a fan of of your music? She contributed much? Deeps to it. I'm not going to take it as a bad thing. I'm going to I'm going to take it that she's just not too fast, but that's better than hate it. <laughs> yeah, at least doesn't protest. That's good. Yeah, you'll get yes. heckled by the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, me and my family were talking about the EP launch coming up, and um, we were saying what we're we going to do with Indy, and my my mum actually went. Oh, well, we'll have to take her for your part of the set. <laughs> she doesn't care about watching me. <laughs> <laughs> get her on stage. She could take a tambourine or something. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll get her trained. <laughs> Brilliant. So you've been releasing amazing singles uh, for a while now. We've been loving them all, playing them all loads on Phoenix FM. What's it? A totally different thing, of course, putting together um, an EP rather than just singles. So what's it been like for you to put a whole EP together? It's been a really special project to do. I've released um, collections of songs and called them EPs in the past, but um, not on such a serious level. Um, more in more in the way of um, I was releasing demo songs at sort of like 16, 17 years old. And when I was playing local gigs and festivals, people would ask me, do you have it on a CD to buy? So it was a very unofficial thing of I had a few songs on a CD and called it an EP. Whereas this is my first proper EP, kind of like what I would call the debut of what I want to be started to be known as as an artist. Um, We started recording it back in November, that was when Sunset Valley was being recorded. Um, and half the songs have been written during that period from now to, uh, from then till now. And some of them were from a year or so ago. So it's nice, it's nice little uh, documentation of um, my journey musically and also personally in that time frame. Yeah, you meant to call it a journey. I mean, that's a good good term to use because I felt like that listening to the, the tracks we've heard so far from the EP. It really feels like we're kind of coming on a, 
uh, sort of seeing you grow musically, but also coming on that journey with you. It's like a diary. I'm glad it comes across like that because it was literally like that when I first set about like to go, oh, right, I'm going to do an EP. What song's going to be on it? Let's start recording it. When that when that initially happened, I was like, well, it's going to be a journey about me over the last couple of years or like growing from um, a teenager into like early 20s and the growth in that way. And I was documenting that and at the same time not realising I was also writing new songs in that process that were about what was happening to me during that time period in terms of like relationships and life and travelling and everything like that. So it kind of became like a two-stemmed journey. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to do. I absolutely love the ones I've heard so far. We talked last time you were on uh, about Sunset Valley. Um, I still play it all the time here on Phoenix FM. It's just <laughs> such a great sing-along. Uh, it's got one of the best lines, I think, on the whole EP, the best things are going to take time. Oh, I'm really glad you like that one. I, that's That was always a line, and still is a line, um, that I hold as one of my favourite lyrics I've written. Like, I don't have a favourite lyric from every one of my songs. That would be a little bit egotistical, but... Um, sometimes you manage as a writer to capture exactly what you do mean in certain words. And I've always felt the best things are going to take time means so much to me in so many different ways in terms of like life and expecting or waiting for things to happen and learning lesson that actually life and growing up and love, all those things, you do have to wait sometimes and the best things do take that time. So I'm glad you like it. <laughs> it's brilliant. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, did the EP take a lot of time? Uh, yeah, to be honest, it took, it's taken some time, but um, it's got some seriously high-quality musicians on it. A lot of thought has gone into like every step of it and stuff, so I, don't, I wouldn't have gone, wanted it to go any slower, than, any go any quicker than that, sorry. Um, so, like I said, we started recording the first song for it in November, and now we're releasing the whole EP this October. So that's pretty much a year, and I think that would be pretty reasonable actually in terms of um an ep or an album really i mean albums will take longer than that but yeah it's been a really yeah. nice time to document a whole slice of life in an ep really yes <laughs> what can you tell us about road from nevada such a gorgeous song road from nevada started off as a verse that i wrote probably around a year ago now um so before the ep was happening or anything it was just a song that kind of subconsciously started to write itself when I was playing guitar one day. And I sat with this first for months and months and months, which I knew had sprinkles of things to do with uh, places I love and can remember certain points of life being really special in like New York and London and big like city lights and things like that. And then references to some of my favorite songs and artists so there's about three references to different Bruce Springsteen tracks in that first verse there's a whole reference to Tom Petty learning to fly if all my heroes can learn to fly then why can't I um and I just sat with this verse I had all these really meaningful things to me in it for months not knowing what the song was going to do after that or what it was going to say beyond that um and months later, I came back to it and I was like, I've I got it. It's this, this song is literally just a little capsule, time capsule of what matters to me right now and over the last few years, what has like made me who I am as a person and musically. And yeah, it just became a song full of references to that, really. It's really great. I think it's one of the, it's quite a cryptically written 
piece, but you can really kind of see underneath the the overall vibe of it is to just uh, feel like you've got this hopeful look to the future, as if you you can you can do it, you can achieve whatever it is you want yeah. to achieve. I think it really actually describes um, my kind of morals as a person, my sort of like what I live by, because um, anyone that does actually know me in real life, I'm not like the most confident person. I can put myself down a lot. I second guess myself a lot. And I think a lot of people think anyone that's a musician or an artist, they, they must be super confident. You get on stage and all that. And actually, most of us are the opposite. <laughs> it's just yeah. we just <laughs> when you see us on stage. Um, and just over like growing up into being a 24-year-old woman, um, I've learned lessons that help me become more confident and know myself better and be more certain and believe in myself, especially in my music. And um, it's just the idea of like, well, people can put you down. People might call you starry-eyed or whatever and be cynical about what you're doing. Um, they're all things I talk about in the lyrics. But at the end of the day, if you've got a bit of belief in what you're doing, other people have done it. Your heroes have done it. You know, sky's the limit. Go and do it. It's fantastic. I think, as you say, uh, being uh, confident and ha- having that kind of level of, of confidence as a performer is, is not something that just comes naturally to everyone. Um, and it must be um, also, in a similar vein, quite difficult and challenging to to take your emotions and your inner thoughts and put them in a song and then share it with the world. Um, what's that like for you? Is that quite scary at times? Um, I've never been really scared of that. I've always really enjoyed that, and especially when um, I used to write, even when I was like 14, 15 years old, I'd write songs that I, I wasn't really gigging or anything like that. I wasn't really putting myself out there. And most of the time I was writing, saying things in songs that I wanted to say to people in real life, whether it was at school or whatever it was, I kind of wanted to like, you know, show them, you know, and I'd do that in my writing and just sing it at home and be like, oh, imagine if I could actually say this to them or whatever. But, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but actually that's become a really empowering thing of like I don't know I, I think the I think it's really a strong thing to be able to face people in life and tell them what you really think and feel whether that's good bad negative positive love hate whatever it is and there's something about being able to write that in a song and perform it and in some ways it gives you tools to communicate something that you can't necessarily always just in words and in conversation so true so true i think we've all done that before come home from a situation and gone should have said that should have said oh, that should have said that wish i'd done it like that put it in a song yeah. brilliant but do you know how you make me feel do you make me feel like this this and this but i didn't tell you so i'm gonna write it in a song instead <laughs> <laughs> have you ever shared the songs with the people you wanted to talk about and and go there you go this is what i should have said I think some of them um, have probably heard them and it's not been obvious that it's about them, whether it's good or bad. It's just sort of they've heard it and that's that. Uh, I've written songs about friends or about or for my friends' situations and I've been honest with them about it. And um, I mean, it's not ne- necessarily every day a friend comes to you and says, I wrote a song about the thing <laughs> you're going through in your relationship. Hope that's all right. But <laughs> I've got very nice friends that have always supported my music and generally the friends that I've written songs for and about they really like that I have done and other than that I've got to be honest my most recent songs and songs I'm kind of working on right now and demoing for next year and beyond they get even more like personal and obvious to be honest and it's like there have been moments with some of them where I do sit there and go 
do do I want to put that out there because it's really really <laughs> obvious who this is about or what I'm saying, especially yeah. in the light of like recent relationships and things like that. But at the end of the day, I sit there and I go, so <laughs> it's over. So <laughs> if they hear it and they think it's about them, cool. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's what good music needs, I think. Pure honesty and uh, yeah. no filter. Amazing. Yeah. Just not talk to me as a result. That's fine. <laughs> I <really> <laughs> <laughs> I, it's an honor, isn't it? If you're in a song, if you, if you inspired that, whatever it's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd love to have a song written about me. So I'd take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Write one back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd have a go, but I only played a stylophone. I don't think it'd be very good, but I'd, I'd give it a give it a bash. <laughs> oh, it'd be like a um, <laughs> Taylor Swift and John Mayer wrote songs about each other. After their relationship broke down, and it was really brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's going to give up first? <laughs> yeah, she broke dear John and basically slated him, and it was like really brutal. And then he wrote, I think it was Paper Doll, um, and it was just so petty, <laughs> but amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to hear it all play out like one one round after another on an album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What can you tell us about Wild and Free? This is another one I've been absolutely loving and singing out at the top of my lungs, driving everywhere in the car. Oh, thank you. That that means a lot because um, the first time I had like um, sort of like the rough board mix of that song after we'd done instruments and things, uh, the first time I had that board mix was the week after I'd been in Nashville when I was in Arizona. And just picture it, like driving down like highways in Arizona with blazing sun and cactus and all that. And... I'm blasting this um, board mix. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those moments. I was like, this is epic because I'm really lucky to be working with some really great musicians in Nashville that managed to make that song like explode. <laughs> um, so it's really nice to know that it comes across like that as well. But yeah, it's um, Wild and Free is one of the songs that kind of happened during the process of this EP. Um, and it was recorded quite quickly after being written because it was very like in the moment and it was just about uh, actually on a similar tone to what I was just saying about um, new things in life happening new relationships new experiences and kind of ultimately deciding even though there's things that might stop you doing that thing or people might question it you have to make the choice does this thing make me happy and go for it and it's a song about that really it's about being carefree forgetting about it being risky um, forgetting people that might talk about it or make rumours about you. you are, you're the only person that knows what's going on in your life and how you feel. So it's just about being wild and free. <laughs> Excellent. Great message and a great one to live by. And um, obviously best enjoyed. With the roof down, driving in Arizona or the A127, however you want to do it. Preferably Arizona, but I understand. We can't all do that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What can you tell us about Broken Wings? I mean, it's such a powerful scenario you've painted in this song. Oh, thank you. Um, so Broken Wings, again, was um, really new, as in, like, I wrote it in Nashville and um, we went and trapped it, recorded all the instruments and everything, literally, like, a few days later. Um, so Broken Wings is my first official co-write I've released. So I've done a little bit of co-writing in the past and casual co-writing. Um but never released anything co-written. I've always been very headstrong and a little bit stubborn, to be honest, about being a solo writer. And yeah. going to Nashville, I had a lot of co-writes with people that um, 
just to like challenge myself and to prove to like to, to try and learn what it was everyone was telling me was so brilliant about co-writing and undo this thing I had in my head about oh I can only write alone and this write I had uh, was with a girl called Logan Murrell um, at Riser Publishing which I didn't realize until the day was literally on music right <laughs> when I turned up in the Uber, I was like I'm on oh music that's right. cool um, which was really cool and she was like nine months pregnant at the time like about to burst bless her <laughs> we sat in this room <laughs> for about 20 minutes 30 minutes talking about life and just you know chatting about where we're up to in life things about each other and then after that spent the next maybe an hour pouring out this song and she was such a great professional writer that knew how to bring out what I wanted to say and she showed me how great co-writing can be even if you are capable of writing on your own it's like just that extra little push of like, I think you're trying to go here, so let me help you. Um, and by the end of the hour and a half with her, I came away with this song, Broken Wings. And I was absolutely in love with it. It's just, she helped me say everything I wanted to say about this little story about um, long distance relationships and how sad it is leaving someone when you're in a long distance relationship. And um, yeah, I just knew straight away, I wanted it to be on the EP and went and recorded it a few days later. It's a really stunning song. And I think anyone who's, so I've been in that scenario where you're in a long distance relationship and trying to kind of, uh, you're running out of time and you just got to say what you got to say. And it's a yeah. scary thing to do, but it, you've captured it absolutely perfectly. Yeah. It's about that kind of like knowing you're going home and the sort of like, don't make me go. I'm, I'll stay if you, if you tell me to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the co-writing process was, was fun. Um, it sounds like, you know, whenever I've talked to anybody about it, you, you really kind of bring out the best in each other if you find someone you can co-write with. And you, you sort of strike a chord with. Uh, is that something you'll, you'll continue doing and, and do a bit more of? Yeah, you, you've hit the nail on the head. It's like finding the right people that you work well with that are really good co-writers, like professional writers that, you know, are prepared to be unselfish in that situation. Um, so, yeah, I've done a tiny bit of co-writing since then. I've, I mean, in between doing mostly recording and putting out these singles. Um, but right now I'm actually working on the next, like, big project that I will be putting out like next year and um so, so I kind of got like a lot of demos for that but what I'm starting to do now is like again undo my past thinking of like oh I've got these songs I've written and kind of delegate certain songs to oh maybe I should target this x y and z writer to see if they want to help me make this idea the best it can be so that's kind of what I'm in the process of doing at the moment as well excellent working on new stuff already um very exciting before we get to that um you've got your brand new ep just landed um absolutely awesome dream state available all over the place um you're going to be performing it live yes yeah so i'm going to um, play the whole ep um at the launch on saturday at hotbox it will be stripped back versions because it's just me not a band um that will come and that will be epic when it does. But yeah, play the whole EP and some more. Um, maybe some new ones that will come in the future. But yeah, definitely the EP. Fantastic. So it's at the Hotbox, Saturday the 8th of October in Chelmsford. Um, so stripped back acoustic versions. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which one are you most excited to play? Uh, this probably changes on my, uh, dependent on my <laughs> mood, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I really like, to be honest, one of my solid favourites to play 
and has been since I wrote it about a year or so ago, is a song that is, it's the only song on the EP that isn't released. So it's out tomorrow with the EP and it's called Smoke Stain. Um, I've been gigging that for a little while and I love it. It's just, it's just, I don't know. I think we all have our little favourite songs that we like to play a little bit more than others sometimes. And yeah, I've got, um, I'm definitely having that in my set list and I've got a special guest coming up to play a little bit on it as well and make it really special and it's a really moody song very like, atmospheric song as well so hopefully that'll be good awesome the only one we haven't heard yet i'm sure it's going to be absolutely stunning <laughs> well i hope you like it i really like it <laughs> good like, that's always a good sign i'm an excited little kid when it comes to these recordings um i i, ch- I try to be humble about it but then i'm like the musicianship on the on these songs and what they've done to my song is so incredible that I've just sit there like love it. <laughs> big big smile. It must be so exciting when you get the final mix back and you, you know so much has gone into it. And like you say, you've been to you know you've done a bit of your recording in in places like Edinburgh. A lot of travelling to make all this happen. Um, yes, and then it all comes comes to fruition. What's it like the first time you hear your track? It's there's always a moment. I like to describe there's a moment when you're putting a song together in a studio and it might be like it might be that you're actually there in the studio and it's happening or it might be a certain mix um there's always a moment where it clicks I don't know what I would call that but it is this moment where you can suddenly hear it and get it and get the bigger picture of it because yeah. up to that point when you're working on a track it's it's lots of little bits coming together so there's always this moment where you first listen and you're like I can it's I can see it I can hear it um and it's a really special moment because it you quite literally hear what you made come to life and for me that always starts on just an acoustic guitar um sat at home my bedroom or whatever um and yeah there's meaning and there's lyrics and there's a message in the song but when you actually make it come to to life in a studio and with all the tracks on it it's just something else especially personally and I think every musician would probably say to you it's just a thing about creating your own art and hearing it like that it's never not going to be special amazing Roisin it sounds brilliant EP absolutely love it I can't wait to hear what you've got coming next for us um, any plans for for tours and more tracks what's what's coming soon well I'm really hoping to gig a bit more I've been focusing so much on releasing um, and I'm going to start turning my attention to a bit more gigging and live as well. Um, obviously, Hotbox will be a nice little start to that. I've got Jack Browning and Katie Hawking supporting as well. So it'll be good to do that and good to be in a room full of music lovers again. Because ever since um, 2020, which I won't call it what it is, but we know what I mean. <laughs> it's just not quite been the same. So it's, um, it's always nice to be in a room of music again. So I definitely want to do more live. Um, I will be releasing um, a smaller project that's less formal soonish, like not in the far too far distant future. Um, so not the EP that, not the project that I was talking about earlier, but some just something in between. So yeah, lots of music to be expected. <laughs> Fantastic! If you follow you on Instagram, you'll find there's there's usually a little teaser of a little song here and there. Um, not afraid to share stuff. Where could people find you on and keep track of you on social media? Um, so on Instagram and TikTok, you're on TikTok, but we all have to be on it. And Twitter, <laughs> uh, I'm Rosie underscore Rasheen. 
And to be honest, if you look on Instagram, Spotify, anything like that, and type in my name, R-O-I-S-I-N, O apostrophe H-A-G-A-N, I'll come up on it. <laughs> I've not, yeah, I've not found another one. It's a unique name, which is always a bonus. You know what? I've met two other Rishina Hagens, and it was completely like a... <laughs> Weird experience. <laughs> but um, what? What? this woman called Rishina Hagen, um, she found my music page this was this was like years and years ago I must have been about 14 um she found my music page and she also had a page promoting um battling against cancer um and so we became friendly online because of that because it was just you know unique names and then it turned out that she had a little business she ran in Portugal and that year when I was 13 or 14 or whatever me and my family went on holiday to Portugal and happened to be about 30 minutes from that and then she also had um, a niece called Regina. Who was also there. So this is very I don't know if I'm ever going to have that again. But yeah. Oh, what a fantastic story! So you all sat down together <laughs> at the same place. Yes, <laughs> it was very <laughs> bizarre. Well, at least you can iron out all those things. Like, right, who's having the username for Facebook? Who's having the username for Twitter? <laughs> you know what? I'd love to have Regina Hagen the handle just like those two words on Instagram and it's actually her niece the one of the ones I met that has it so for years this is how nervous I and shy I get for years I've been like I might ask her one day if I can like pay her for it or something but, <laughs> <laughs> machine please do it for the machines out there <laughs> do it for the machines <laughs> <laughs> Rosheed thanks so much for joining us it's been great to chat to you um uh, can't wait to see what you do live on Saturday it's going to be amazing and whatever comes next no doubt will be awesome um oh, we'll see you and Indy very soon yes thank you so much for having me on and see you at the weekend Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that chat as much as I did. There are quite literally hundreds more great conversations like this one available to listen to anytime you like for free on the Now You're Talking podcast. It would really do me a huge favour if you gave this podcast a review wherever you're listening to it. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and share it with your friends if you think they'd be interested in it too. Remarkably, I've topped 200 episodes now at everything from sourcing guests, research to recording, producing, distribution and promotion. It's all done independently by me without any sponsorships at all, which means you don't have to sit through loads of adverts. Hurrah! But with that in mind, if you would like to help me keep this podcast going and growing, I would really appreciate your support. You can drop me a follow on social media. You'll find me wherever you hang out at StuPink, S-T-E-W-P-I-N-K. Plus, there are lots of ways you can support my podcasts and loads more great content to discover. If you go and visit my website online, www.stuartpink.com. I'm sure I pressed the record button. Otherwise, we'd do this whole thing and it won't be recorded, which would be a terrible shame. Um, I do apologise. I do have Poppy in the room with me. So if she starts making noise, maybe you have some pause and start. Uh, uh, <laughs> she should yeah. be quite should be sleepy now. Ah, uh, you're worn about. That's it. <laughs> cool. I know. Yeah. I, we love it when the dog joins in the show. So by all means, we'll, we'll, well go with that. Quite, 
see you next week while at this race. <laughs> <laughs>